Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Roy Green isn't afraid to poke the bear. The bigger the bear, the bigger the poke. This is The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Let's check. No, I'm not a liberal. No, no, I, I'm not a liberal. And, um, well, we'll talk about that on another day. I just still can't get over the the fact that people won't just admit the, that, that their support for Roy Moore is political. I don't care about Roy Moore. You care about Donald Trump. If Roy Moore were running as a Democrat... You'd be all over him. Oh, he should never get in. Come on, people. At least be honest with yourselves. Okay, now, uh, the Middle East Forum. I just want to read you something from the that I received from the Middle East Forum so you know what they're about. Uh, the Middle East Forum, a think tank established in 1994 to promote American interests in the Middle East. The Forum helped to found this year both the Knesset and Congressional Victory Caucuses, which have earned the support of Benjamin Netanyahu and key members of the U.S. Congress. The Forum's director, Greg Roman, has just published an article on the symbolic move of the U.S. Embassy in Israel from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. And Mr. Roman joins us on the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Greg, uh, thank you for having uh, the time to, to, to spend with us. And uh, what, what do you make of the reaction in the Middle East and uh, in certainly in uh, predominantly Muslim countries to the announcement by the, uh, the Trump administration? And now foreign ministers of Arab countries today are calling on the administration to reverse the decision. Roy, thank you for having me today. It's a beautiful Sunday here in Philadelphia. And I have to tell you that today, America and its allies in the region can be certain that the president that's in office is going to follow up on the promises that he made on the campaign trail, something that people aren't used to politicians keeping their word. Um, I think that the effects of this move are tertiary in nature to what is actually the, the, the greater strategy that Trump has in the Middle East. Foreign ministers, the U.N. Security Council, uh, Arab League, other international organizations, and the Palestinians themselves have had the peace paradigm flipped on its head, where in the past, many of the individuals involved in the Israeli-Palestinian negotiating process expected the Israelis to give and the Palestinians to take. This is you still there? Declare what they're willing to do for peace. Uh, you write in uh, in part here that uh, individual Palestinians surely want the conflict to end, but collectively they seem convinced that their choices include only accepting Israel and coexisting or rejecting Israel and eradicating it. So this move of the embassy to Jerusalem long term then, you see it as a, a move which is going to ultimately be a positive move? I do, because in the past, you had U.S. diplomatic posturing being a bargaining point 
a reward for Palestinians in any future peace agreement. However, the more that the U.S. takes steps that create facts on the ground in Israel regarding their binary bilateral relationship with the Jewish state, the less that the Palestinians feel that they can trick America into making concessions or Israel into concessions. I'll, I'll give you an example. Back on the White House lawn in 1994, remember that notorious handshake between Yasser Arafat, Yitzhak Rabin, Shimon Peres, with Bill Clinton presiding over it? That was supposed to lead to peace in five years. What it led to was over $20 billion in American aid supplanting a kleptotheocracy over the last 23 years, and we're no closer to peace today than we were on the White House lawn. That was when America was taking a position of being a neutral arbiter. When America takes a stance by saying, this is our policy position and this is what you have to gain, the choice goes from being one of an American nature to that of being a Palestinian nature. Do they want to live side by side with Israel, receive significant economic benefits, receive a polity, a culture, a society that's based on what it means to Palestinian in terms of accepting their own self-identity, rather than having their identity based on rejecting Israel? Because that's the way that the situation is right now. They exist almost purely politically, say, our one purpose in life is to ensure that no Jews can live side by side with us, versus living for the sake of a future a, a betterment of their children and then of a country called Palestine. So, so, so in the short in the short term in the short term in the short term, short term, then Greg, there'll be conflict. Uh, that's to be expected uh, because of this decision. But in the long term, it'll prove to be beneficial. You also write that twenty percent of Palestinians already accept Israel as a, as a as a Jewish state, um, and they should be empowered. You write. I only have about a, I've less than a minute left. I tell you, I'm 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 certainly more supportive of a democratic state than I am of any other kind of of governance. And Israel is the only democratic state in that region in the world. So. We need our, our our current prime minister in this country seems to be a little soft on Israel. Mr. Harper previously was more strong on Israel. Greg, thank you very much for the time. We'll have you back. Thank you. Have a great day. All the best. Greg Roman is the executive director of the Middle East Forum, and we will come back right after this.